It's important to eventually get a comprehensive financial plan for yourself, and sometimes minor adjustments can make a big difference. So we're going to do a two-part series with Sean Lee on easy wins in personal finance. So that's coming up here on the podcast with Sean on Retirement Elevated. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. It's time for another edition of the show with Sean Lee here once again talking with me about investing, finance, and retirement. We're going to talk about some easy wins. We've got a couple different things we're going to uh, to break down here. I think we've got 10 of them, so we might just break this into two different podcasts. We'll do five this week and, uh, and uh, do the other five a little bit later on. But some easy places to... Uh, hopefully make some easy adjustments with things uh, that can make a big difference. It's not always major changes. Sometimes it's just little minor things. So if you need some help, as always, reach out to Sean and his team. Uh, he is the managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group. You can find them online at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And if it sounds a little bit different this week, Sean, you're in the new space. How's that going, buddy? We are in the new building. Um, it's been a labor of love, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But it's moving's it, never fun, is it? Oh man, it's it, it's it's more work than you usually than you expect. Right, always. Um, we hired a moving company just to move all the big stuff, and but it's you know it's the little stuff like it is. It. Let's get everything out of the kitchen and put it in the new kitchen. Let's right. get the the stuff out of your desk drawers and yep. Hook up all get, the computers and plug yeah. everything in, and yeah. Art hang, hung on the wall. Oh yeah, and, you know yeah. everything. Yep. So rugs it, on it, the floor. It's yep. been great. I mean, we we love the space. It's it's a beautiful space. We're putting together an open house here in the coming weeks. So nice. Yeah, look forward to that. Very cool. Well, good thing, and and uh, glad you guys got that all done. I'm sure that's a nice little stress to have over over with. But let's talk about some easy wins here in personal finance. Let's just start with the right amount of cash. Uh, you know, money can pile up sometimes, right? In, in our savings account, checking account. Some people listening are saying, not enough, I need more. <laughs> but, you know, we all have that kind of feeling. But it's easy, I think, especially if there's two of you. Like, so a married couple, especially working with a financial professional and a team like you guys, right? You often find that they're in two different head spaces when it comes to that. One maybe wants to see more money to make them feel good and sleep at night. The other one maybe is fine with a little bit less. So, you know, getting the right amount of cash to make you both feel good uh, is certainly important, but you don't want to have so much that you're also going backwards with it. Well, and there's no rule of thumb here. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, six months or three months or 12 months or, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. But it, it really comes down to comfort. You know, if you want to have a, a 12-month nest egg of cash to make you feel good, have a 12-month nest egg of cash. I mean, that, interest rates are are back and they're high enough to a point to where cash is is earning something. And at the end of the day, the way that I look at, at cash and savings, yeah, you could throw, you know, you've got a hundred grand in the bank and that's that's too much for you. You don't need you don't need all that. You could put that in, in in more conservative vehicles, but with where interest rates are right now, if you want any money to be safe and, and guaranteed and get a fair interest rate, you know, short term CDs, treasuries and, and money market accounts are doing pretty good without any of the volatility right now. So any short-term money, there's no there's no issue keeping that in cash for the time being. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's you know right now there's 
there's there is some good stuff out there. Just be sure you read some of that fine print too, and, and take a look at some of the things because there's certainly uh, differences in various places. Like I saw my my own bank, for example, had you know this big thing on their website, and they had two categories. They had the the CD, you know, get this five percent CD uh, rate, and then they had the mega CD version next to it. And if you really open the the little, you know, see all details here, which was really tiny, uh, it did not make a lot of sense to look at the mega CD at all. But the regular one could make quite a bit of sense because it was short term, right? That kind of thing. Right. So just want to make sure you're checking that fine print for that stuff as well. Uh, all right. So another win, possible easy win, is life insurance policies. Old ones, for example. I was thinking about this, Sean, analogy with TVs. You know, remember just, you know, I don't know, let's just say 20 years ago, right? We had those big, especially watching sports, we'd have those big rear projection, mm -hmm. big screen TVs. They were all all one piece, right? You had to take two buddies to move it, <laughs> three buddies to move it when you had to change it and move it from room to room. Oh, yeah. And TVs have gotten so, like, incredibly light and powerful and all that kind of stuff. Well, same thing with life insurance, right? It's changed over the last 20 years, and it's actually, in a lot of ways, quite a bit more powerful in some areas. So it may be worthwhile to clean that up a bit. Well, and if you've had a life insurance policy for any extended period of time, and I use my, you know, my wife and I, for example, you know, we've got insurances for very specific reasons. And, and we review that every single year. We take a look at, all right, how much insurance do we have? How much do we need? How has our life changed? What are we trying to accomplish with our life insurance? And are our current policies accomplishing specifically what we want? Mm-hmm. And that's as simple as a as an insurance audit. You know, we've got uh, Dallin who here in our office who is an insurance wizard. He knows everything <laughs> there is to know about life insurance policy. So if you have questions on life insurance, just give us a call and, and we'll have Dallin review, analyze, and audit the insurance policies that you do have and keep it really simple and, and straightforward for you. And then at least you know going into 2024, all right, I got the proper amount of coverage. I've got the right policy for my situation. And you can review it again in 2025. Yeah, that's cool. Now, so we're taping this on Halloween uh, that we're taping this podcast here. So is he is he dressed up as a wizard? Because that would be perfect, right? Now, he's he's probably dressed up as a as an auditor or something. <laughs> <laughs> should tell him he should be dressed up as a uh, as a wizard. Now he he is the insurance wizard. He's the life insurance wizard. There you go. Uh, all right, consolidation. So uh, since I'm making all kinds of crazy references, I'll, I'll reference that that Eddie Murphy movie from years ago. Uh, where he played all those characters. I forget that he was all in those different suits and he was playing the different characters and he was like, the Hercules, Hercules. Oh. Well, the, it was the spin off, the Nutty Professor. There yes, we go. yes, yes, yes. Uh, so consolidate, 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 right? So this is another place where you can also kind of shore some things up and get maybe get a few easy wins. Uh, it's not having a bunch of old stuff laying out there like old 401ks or whatever. I mean, you would be shocked at how many times we hear, oh, I forgot about this account. I forgot about that account. I ever, oh, I got this money over here too. And, and, I don't know about that, you, but I never forget I have money. No, I man, I like, don't think. When, nobody cares more about my money than I do, and and if I can't track it, I can't expect anybody else to. But that that does happen, and it's not a it's human nature. You leave your job. I'm going to leave my 401k over there. I'm going to start a new one. But a, a real simple win is to audit those 401ks, consolidate, condense. Find, put them in a place where you can track them. Whether mm -hmm. it's, hey, if you want to, if the 401k is super easy and you want to roll all your old 401ks into that new 401k, do that. Mm -hmm. If you want to have control and, and put money into an IRA, do that. But at least start to consolidate 
and make your life much simpler because tracking and, and overseeing and auditing and doing all that when you've got four or five, six different retirement accounts, it's hard to do. It's hard for an advisor to do. So it, it's probably hard for the everyday individual to do as well. Yeah. Good point for sure. Um, so we're going through these, we'll get to these five here on these uh, little easy wins or at least things to take a look at. And this next one, Sean, four is considering that the your managed account has limited management. So a lot of times this might be like brokerage type places or something like that where you're really not getting a lot of activity, right? You just kind of, they just kind of set it and forget it, uh, right. so to speak, right? And usually in the, mu- in the mutual fund, you know, we see this with wrapped mutual funds, which are basket of mutual funds with an advisory fee around it. So there's fees upon fees. And in a lot of cases, there's not going to be a lot of active management. It's it's a back basket of funds, certain percentages for each fund. Hopefully, it's diversified, and and really take a take a look at at that scenario and say, well, what am I trying to accomplish here? Do I need active management during this period of time? Do I want passive management for a piece of my money? Do I want dividends? Do I want you know whatever it may be that you're trying to accomplish with that money? Mm-hmm. And take a look at it. if you're in a in a situation to where your mutual fund brokerage account or whatever is has an advisory fee around it, mm-hmm. is there true and active management? But more importantly, is it built to accomplish your goals, needs, and desires? Very, yeah, very good. You know, and, and again, it doesn't necessarily mean that they you know, weren't trying to do something for you or whatever the case is, but certainly there are situations where people are just like, Hey, this is working. We don't really need to make a change, but your cha- your needs have changed. And so it may be worthwhile to have a review on those things uh, to see if you're truly getting the value for the fees that you're paying. And a lot of times mutual funds have that situation going on. Right. Uh, number five, thinking about replacing said mutual funds, those high expensive mutual funds could be a place to do that. Once you've done that review or taken a look at it, you might say, oh, okay, maybe these things aren't that great after all. Well, and one thing that we, our, our team does, and, and we've really started to focus on this more and more over the last couple of years, it used to just be, here's your fund, your, your basket of mutual funds that you have, here's your fee structure, which fees are fees, they're arbitrary, they're value-based, you know, whatever, whatever. But really what we're starting to look at is how efficient is that actual portfolio? And efficiency comes when, uh, when you've got a bunch of fees, a bunch of funds, and, and we can determine, you know, is this whole basket of, of mutual funds, is it efficient? And, and what I mean by that, are we getting returns that are fair based on the, the level of risk that we're taking? And, and what will usually drive down efficiency are fees and lack of diversification. And so when we start to focus on efficiency of a portfolio, hey, your portfolio or your basket of mutual funds may not be as efficient. Then, and if we know that, then we can go ahead and we can make an adjustment and say, well, let's lop off some fees. Let's go to ETFs or, or individual stocks or whatever it may be to, to create some efficiency there. And then let's create a, a, a proper allocation to increase efficiency as well. So you're, the, the returns that you're, you're getting are equivalent to the risk that you're taking. Yep, you know, and it, you gotta have that right tolerance, right? That's gonna be key to all that stuff. And so usually a, an analysis of your strategy 
or your portfolio is going to be a, a great way. And that's certainly an easy win, especially when you can do a lot of times you can do this stuff complimentary by just reaching out to a financial professional like Sean and the team. If you're already working with Sean, well, then you're already doing most of these things already and having these things done for you. But if you're not, it's certainly worthwhile to consider having a conversation about your retirement journey and getting yourself onto the calendar. And it's pretty darn easy to do. All you got to do to reach out to him is simply stop by the website to get onto the calendar. And that is ElevateMyRetirement.com. That's ElevateMyRetirement.com. Or just call them at 855-507-3847. All right, Sean, thanks for hanging out and doing these first five here with me. Like I said, we'll, we'll, we've got a few more on the list. So we may just pick this back up and do this on the next podcast as well. Perfect. Sounds good to me. All right, my friend, enjoy the new digs. And I will see you in a couple of weeks. We'll see you right here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.